Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Hartley's Weekly Weather. Today is June 9th, 2019, and I'm recording the weekly weather in Toronto. Venus went into Gemini this morning, and this is my second version of the show. I got up bright and early this morning before teaching in Toronto at 10. I recorded the show around 7.38, posted it, happy, happy, and then Blog Talk Radio had trouble processing it. They processed all day, and they didn't manage to get it up. So I'm recording again tonight before I go to bed, again, in the wonderful city of Toronto. I had a great time up here with Astrology Toronto teaching a Mapping Your Life course. Had a great Greek dinner, wonderful food, great people, really nice time. So here's the second blog talk, you know, weekly weather uh, for the week of June 9th. Now, this week is an interesting week because we have Mars, the planet of action and going forward and doing things, out of bounds, which means he's a little wild, as is Mercury out of bounds, as is Pallas Athena out of bounds. We've got three planets out of bounds. When a planet's out of bounds, it's a little wild. doesn't always follow the rules. Um, sometimes it does, but more often than not, it goes, nah, those rules don't pertain to me. I don't have to. Um, and also Mars, of course, is in Cancer, uh, out of bounds in Cancer, and he's approaching his opposition to Saturn, which happens this week, and then early next week, he opposes Pluto. He also is going to square Eris, the goddess of discord. So it's an interesting week with a lot of intense energy, meaning Mars-Pluto is a war aspect. Mars-Saturn is driving with the brakes on. You try and go forward and you're blocked. You try and go forward and you're blocked. There's a problem. There's a delay. There's a whatever. Uh, The guy who lives in the White House these days, his birthday is on Friday, June 14th. And he's going to have the Mars-Saturn opposition all year long in his solar return. Uh, So we're going to have like a little bit of a contentious energy this week. Now, we know energy is neutral. It doesn't uh, need to be used for harm or difficulty. You guys listen to astrology. So this is one of those weeks when all your friends are going to say, is there something going on in the heavens? And you're going to say, yeah. The planet of action is running into the roadblock. The planet of action is running into the principle of war and power struggles and power dynamics. So there's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of no, no, no. There's a lot of I don't want to. And I'm going to tell you, it's a tough week. I've already had like three phone calls from people going, oh, my God, crying about things, very upset about things, old stuff, family stuff, Mars and Cancer stuff. Um, Because Mars and Cancer is the family dynamic. And, you know, there's kind of a little little snippy in the air, right, with Mars and Cancer opposite Saturn. So I think when we have this, we want to kind of look at it and go, okay, let's understand what this means. Um, And there's a whole bunch of energies running around with Mars and Cancer opposite Saturn that's making people feel that boundaries are in question, they're trying to set boundaries, they're trying to say no, or they're feeling blocked, or they're feeling oppressed, depressed, repressed, because that's Saturn, or they're feeling like power struggles and transformation. Now, what happens with Mars, as he moves forward, he he builds, so the perfection is on, on the 14th, and then he hits Pluto next week, 
but we feel the buildup this week, okay? So when we do that, we go, okay, now what's also going to happen is the moon's right now in Virgo going to go into Libra. When it goes into Libra, its closing aspect is a square to Pluto. Mars this today in Virgo has a closing aspect of a trine to Pluto. Moon in Libra has a closing aspect of a square to Pluto. And uh, the moon in Scorpio has a closing aspect of a sextile to Pluto. And when the sun goes into Sag, the closing aspect will be a conjunction. That's on next week on the Sunday the 15th. The closing aspect will be a conjunction to Jupiter. So our job with these energies, with Pluto so prominent and Mars so prominent and the moon kind of kicking up stuff, uh, is to really honor that, you know, you might feel a little overwhelmed and how do you self-nurture? What you're going to do this week to self-nurture is you're going to go to the Sag house, wherever Jupiter is traveling through your chart, the Sagittarius house, go out for a walk, go out for a bike, go out, climb a mountain, ford a stream, take a road trip, get away, go sit in nature, you know, go to the top of a tall building and look down, don't jump. And, and then you also go to the place where Uranus and Taurus is taking place. And Uranus and Taurus is in your Taurus house. And that's where you can deal with change. Go garden. Go hit in, sit in nature. Go sit on a rock. Go lay under a tree. You know, do nature things. Cook some good meals. Try some new food you haven't tried lately. Or new food you've never tried. Because Taurus is the place to escape, as is Sagittarius. Um, the, those two houses. Those planets are friendly. They're not having fights. The cardinal planets are having fights. There's a big cardinal cross in the sky. It's kind of a nasty energy. When you pull it up, a lot of red. Now, the other part that we have going on is there's a big old mystic rectangle uh, that's being formed today by the moon, but that whenever anything hits that Virgo point, forms a mystic rectangle. And what mystic rectangles do is invite us to move forward and try new things. So I was like, all right, I got to move forward and try. I got to record a new show because, you know, I didn't process correctly. <laughs> like, I guess I'm supposed to say something different. Uh, version two, Sun and Gemini, do it again. Because Mercury is out of bounds and Mercury and Mars are conjunct, kind of traveling together. Mercury just entered Cancer and it's out of bounds. So every two days, when the moon changes signs, Mercury and Mars shift. Because Mercury rules the sun and it rules Venus and Gemini, essentially we have a giant bunch of cancer in the heavens because the sun answers to Mercury and Cancer and Venus answers to Mercury and Cancer. And Mercury's going to be in Cancer until the middle of August. So we're going to be doing a lot of emotional processing about things and how stuff works and how it doesn't work and what it looks like and how we how we work with it in a new way or a different way. A lot of energy. Um, then the next piece up this week, the Monday's got a little bit of a tough week. Monday's a little bit of a tough day. Moon is void all day in Virgo. So you can get a lot of stuff done, but make it be follow-up stuff. And on that day, you know, the sun and Jupiter have a little bit of an argument, uh, which happens once a year. Um, so we're going to feel that little bit of separation energy where the sun in Gemini says to Jupiter in Sag, I don't, I don't want to do what you want me to do. So there's a little bit of, you know, no, you can't make me. 
The 12th, the 11th is nice. Tuesday is nice. But remember, the closing aspect for that moon is a square to Pluto, and the moon squares Saturn, and that happens on the 12th. So the moon in partnership or relationship gets blocked and told no. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Can't make me. And so the moon as it squares Mars and it squares Saturn and it squares Jupiter, a little cranky on Tuesday. Wednesday is kind of quiet. Moon goes into Scorpio. And the closing aspect for Wednesday and Thursday is Scorpio moon is 345. Uh, the moon goes void on um, uh, on the 14th. And the closing aspect is a sextile to Pluto, moon in Scorpio sextile to Pluto. So it's got some power, but right before it has that sextile, Mars is opposite Saturn. So Friday, tough day too. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But, of course, Mars is building. And as he builds, he's going to go from 10, uh, 15 rather, where he is now, he's going to go through the planets till he gets to Saturn at 19. And then next week, on uh, what day does he get there? On the 19th, next Wednesday, he gets to the opposite Pluto. So as Mars builds up ahead of steam this week, we're going to really be feeling the energy of transformation and change. The weekend's not bad. 15th and 16th, the moon is void. All day Monday from 8 in the morning till 8.30 at night. It's void Tuesday afternoon from 11.15 on until midnight, 12.02. And then it's void on Friday afternoon at 3.45 all day until it goes into Sag bright and early Sunday morning. And it's in Sag on the 15th and the 16th. And the closing aspect for that Sag moon is the moon opposite Jupiter, the full moon that takes place at 25 Sag next Monday the 17th. Um, on the weekend, on the 16th, we once every 13 years or so, we have Jupiter and Neptune forming an aspect. This is their second of three. And Jupiter, of course, squaring Neptune says, uh, okay, so what are we doing here? How are we taking action? And it's an uh, it's a closing square, psychologically integrating the stuff, the dreams you've been working on for the last nine years, which is kind of powerful. And our job is to say, oh, okay, I'm trying to figure out with this very frustrating Mars-Saturn, Mars-Pluto opposition, how those dreams are that I've been working on, how they're doing, right? So it's a big week for that energy, kind of an assessment week and a frustration week. So we don't want to be irritable. We want to understand the planets are in the mood to be frustrated. They're in the mood to be a little emotional. They're in the mood to be a little bit over the top. And that's okay. You know, we get our popcorn out and we sit with a glass of wine or a cup of tea and we watch the planets and we go, wow, okay. Irritated energy. If you have a Mars-Saturn aspect in your chart, like I do, or you have a Mars-Pluto aspect in your chart, this is a week where you have something called a natal excitation, where your chart gets excited and it says, wow, I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this. And uh, you have action, right? Because if you have a natal planet that has these relationships with the other ones, when it forms in the sky, your natal planets in the relationship you have in your chart act up uh, and go, oh, there's, there's a stimulus up there called natal excitation, and they get very excited. When we look at the sun this week, 
It goes from 18 Gemini to 24 Gemini. Starts the week with the square to Neptune. Once a year, the sun squares Neptune and says, how are your dreams going? Are you happy with the format? Do you like them? Are you content with them? And then the sun in Gemini goes and has a, an adjusting aspect and an opposition aspect with an adjusting aspect with Saturn and an opposition aspect to Jupiter. So the sun in Gemini says, I want to do this. And Saturn goes, I don't really think that's a good idea. And then Jupiter goes, well, you know, I know he's kind of being a little curmudgeonly, but, you know, maybe we could figure out a way to do it. So it's kind of like when your father says no and your mother says, well, we might be able to figure out a way to do it. And she's got a little cash stash that she calls on in moments like this. So it's an interesting aspect on the 10th because it's a no and a yes. Or it's a no from me, but maybe you'll get a yes from the other guy. The sun then has a semi-square to Uranus on the 11th, which is a little bit of a frustrating energy. And it's in Gemini. Gemini is notoriously impatient. And uh, when it's the, when squaring Uranus in a fixed sign, moving slow, you might be impatient to hear something, might be impatient to get some news. If you press, it will be a no. So you just have to sit there and let the story unfold and see what you see and see where you're going. The sun is also in conjunct Pluto this week because he's in conjunct Saturn. He's going to be in conjunct Pluto. And he also is sextile to Uranus. And that's going to happen on the 13th and the 15th. So there's an adjusting energy that the sun's going to go through. And he's also parallel Mars on the 14th. So he's really in the mood to kind of take action and do something, even if he isn't quite sure what he's doing because he's in Gemini, answering to Mercury and Cancer, out of bounds, feeling emotional, taking emotional action. You want to really take a pulse. You want to sit down quietly and kind of think about it. And I will say it's already happening. I had four or five people today, you know, friends, people that are going through stuff, calling and, why am I even alive? I'm like, well, you are, and uh, you don't want to go. You don't want to go doing anything this week because the aspects are crappy. Because you kill yourself, you come back with the same chart. You come out, you come back with the chart you killed yourself on. Not a good idea. Um, so the crappy aspects. So do check. People are going to really be feeling emotional. And then Mercury runs from 10 Cancer to 18, 19 Cancer, and they have this. Um, it has this emotional charge to it. So with Mercury aspecting Ceres, he's now running in the Cancer planets. He's uh, ahead of the sun, right, because he's going to go forward for a little while and then go retrograde in, later in July. Um, so with the sun, with Mercury going from 10 Cancer to 18 Cancer, he's going to set off all this stuff, and he ends the week with an opposition to Saturn. And then next week, of course, he's opposite Pluto. But this week, what he's doing is he's also talking to the nodes of fate on the 15th. So you want to pay attention to who you meet over the weekend, next weekend, because the sun, the Mercury aspects the nodes of fate. And he's also trying to Neptune, which is saying, you know, I'm introducing you to these people and they may help you. Or I'm introducing you to this idea or this connection and it may help you move yourself forward. Mercury also has a couple of quintiles this week, three of them to be exact. So he's really working creatively because he's got a quintile with Ceres. And he's also working pretty uh, strongly with the home and hearth energy. And that's going to be on the 12th. 
And he's also working nicely with the Uranus energy, which has a lot to do with his creativity. Mercury is also square, Apel Sassina, on the 10th. So you can be told the idea is great, but it's not going to work. And that's okay. You know, it's understanding that Mercury does want to kind of say no uh, to stuff. Because he's in an emotional state, and he's going to be, you know, he's kind of in charge of all the Gemini planets. And he's like, you know, whatever I say to them, they're going to do. So I have to be kind of careful what I want to do. So, again, watch emotions, watch the moon. If you have planets, you know, that are activated, just really take a beat before you take action. Venus this week goes from uh, zero Gemini that she just went into, which is why I'm having to record this show twice. And she was aspecting Neptune this morning, so the damn thing never processed, up to uh, 10 Gemini. So she's zipping along. She does have a little bit of a relationship Nafu on the 11th because she's in a hard aspect to the nodes of fate. And then she is also sesquiquadrate Saturn and sesquiquadrate Pluto. Uh, the Saturn sesquiquadrates the 12th, the Pluto sesquiquadrates the 15th. So the goddess of love knows that Mars is having a big old fight with Saturn and Pluto and she's kind of trying to go, well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really want to have a fight with you people. Um, but I, I kind of have to hang out. So a lot of times this is one of those weeks where you're going to be asked to pick a side. Well, which person are you going to side with? Are you going to side with me or are you going to side with them? And I will tell you, if you try and do, uh, try and not pick a side, you can get in trouble, <laughs> okay, because <laughs> they're going to want you to pick a side. And you want to really be conscious of your diplomacy. So a long, long time ago, and it's interesting, you know, I always kind of pay attention to what happens. I had this wonderful friend in, who lived in New York named Marka, and she was dating this guy uh, in New York, and he, they broke up, and I stayed friends with her. Right? And one day at an astrology conference, he started yelling at me and about my loyalty, or my lack of loyalty, actually. He, he had a lot of stuff in Leo. And I'm like, loyalty? What do you mean loyalty? And he goes, well, it's like staying friends with somebody after you break up with them, after they break up. And I looked at him and I said, you saying to me I can't be friends with Marka? He's like, that's not what I'm saying, but you're not being very loyal. And I'm kind of like, you were never really particularly loyal to me, but like, why are you so crazy, man? And he, I mean, he screamed and yelled at me at this astrology conference and he left. And later he fired me as his assistant. Because I wasn't loyal. And I was like, I'm not picking. I like her. <laughs> she's my friend. And if I have to pick, she's who I'm going to pick over you because you're just kind of an idiot. Um, so with Venus this week, in aspect to Saturn and Pluto, you may be asked to make a choice. Because this was the aspect I was having when he went ballistic at the conference. Um, you may be asked to pick a side. Pay, make a choice. Me or them. The drugs are me. The alcohol are me. You know, if it's one of those kind of conversations, you probably should sober up or give up the drugs. But it, if it's just picking, I, you know, you have to choose who you're going to be loyal to, you want to kind of take a pulse on this. And you also want to say, people that ask you to give up friendships because of some loyalty oath, not good. Now, of course, we're watching this happen as 
the Republicans appear to be growing a set and giving Trump a bit of a problem on uh, tariffs. Of course, it affects their pocketbooks, so they're going to pay attention. But, you know, they're not being loyal. So this is going to be an interesting week with Mars, Saturn, opposite Trump's solar return. So with Venus in a pick your poison, pick your side, you better pick me. You want to kind of smile and go, okay. Um, At one point I had an assistant who smiled. When you would ask her to do something, she would smile. And it took me a long time to realize that she even smiled when she wasn't going to do it. (laughs) She didn't say no, she just smiled. But then you couldn't get her to do it. It was kind of like, oh, okay, that's interesting. She smiles, but that smile means no. So with this Venus, I suggest you smile, Gemini, be charming, and go, oh, okay, that's what you need, as opposed to being stupid like I was, where I said, what do you mean, you? I have to pick somebody? I'm not going to pick anybody. And if I have to pick, I'm picking her, because she's a lot nicer than you are. So with Venus also sextile Chiron, it may feel a little difficult, because you're being asked to choose. You're being asked to pick somebody, and Chiron and Aries can make you feel a little wounding. Like, why would, it, why would you ask me to do this? So this is kind of like bad divorce energy, right? Because Mars and Saturn are having a fight. Mars and Pluto are having a fight. Venus is sitting in the side, and she's getting told she has to pick. Careful, careful. As I mentioned before, Mars has a quintile as the oppositions, but he also has a quintile to Uranus on the 11th, so he has a great idea. And then he's opposite the nodes. Of, he's on the nodes of fate. He's on the, on the north node of fate on the 12th. Again, taking action to move you forward and help you get something. He has a trine to Neptune, which is a pleasant aspect. And then he has that opposition to Saturn. And then next week, the opposition to Pluto. He does have to make an adjustment in his behavior. Mars and Cancer is very sensitive. We don't like Mars and Cancer for a couple reasons. One, it's very emotionally volatile. And two, you don't want to fight at home. Cancer is the home. That said, good week to go on a diet, Mars opposite Saturn. I'm going to set structures and restrict myself and lose some weight. I'm totally good with using the energy that way. I'm totally good with saying, okay, I need to leave behind Mars some of my habits, Saturn, that I want because I want to restructure myself or restructure my being or my body. Again, a great way to great week to quit quit drugs sober up, to do all those kinds of things, because Mars is willing to give it up and go his own way, and he's riding the North Node and saying, all right, I I, I might be able to do this, and he's going from 17 to 21. Jupiter this week goes from 1918, she's going backwards, he's going backwards, 1918, and he has a semi-sextile to Saturn, like I said, Dad says, no. Mom says, don't worry. I have the money in the pot. Uh, Jupiter's the greater benefic or grandpa, some nice elderly person that wants to support you. When Saturn says, no, Jupiter says, we can figure out a way to do this. That in conjunct is happening on the 14th. So we get the no from Saturn, Mars opposite Saturn, but then we get the, well, you know, maybe we could do this instead. If you get that kind of offer, do consider it. This is also a good week because Mercury is out of bounds in Cancer and there's so much volatility in the sky. This is a very good week when you say something to someone and they get a little excited with you to say to them, well, what did you hear me say? Because very often they didn't hear you correctly. They heard something else. 
And so when that happens, you want to just kind of be like, oh, okay, you did not hear me. Let me repeat myself. Uh, Jupiter, as I mentioned, is 1918, and he has that aspect to Saturn of fixing things. He also has his second of three squares to Neptune, which encourages us to work on our dream. Uh, and he invites us to try this next chapter because he's going backwards right now until August to adjust stuff that he worked on through January and to then put it in forward motion when we get to mid-August. Saturn this week has a little bit of a health aspect early in the week, so you might have some health stuff. Not bad health, not go to the doctor immediately health, but with the Mars opposite Saturn, that can produce a little bit of blood, high blood pressure. Uh, Saturn is also at 19, going retrograde, and he is semi-square Ceres. And Ceres, of course, is in Sag, saying, I want to be free, and Saturn says we have responsibility. So a lot of this is kind of um, freedom, responsibility, freedom, responsibility. And, you know, the most important thing is being responsible for your actions, which is really the key. <sighs> and with Saturn semi-square Ceres, you might not want to be. Neptune, as I mentioned, is having that square to Jupiter. He doesn't really have any other health at any other aspects. Vesta this week goes into Taurus, wanting to make the home more beautiful and more attractive and more delightful and all that kind of stuff. And that's basically the week. Uh, the Mars-Saturn opposition is, is a hard one, and I don't want to minimize it. When you find yourself working emotionally over time, or emotionally working yourself into a, a thing. I had a call earlier today from someone, and they were rehashing stuff that we, you know, we put away, I thought, like, you know, like last year. Nope, right back like it never left. <laughs> and Mars and Cancer, there's a word called perseverate, where you kind of, you kind of chew on it like a bone. You kind of gnaw on it. Mars and Cancer likes to gnaw on stuff. So you want to kind of maybe take the bone away. Put the bone in the freezer where the dog can't, the dog inside, you can't get it, and chew on it. So earlier today, I saw an email go by that mentioned me in kind of a nasty way. And I, you know, I kind of saw it, and I noticed my Mars go, and then I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to act. I'm not going to act. I'm gonna re not going to react. It's something I asked for, and I want to follow it up. So I'm just going to be, I'm going to be quiet, right? And that's an option. Remember, we always have choice about how we're going to use these planets. We are not unconscious. Take your consciousness. Pay attention. When people come to you this week and they're emotionally overwrought, say to them, it's a very emotional week. What you can do to make yourself feel better is go do some Jupiter and Sag thing or some Uranus and Taurus thing, and you'll feel so much better. I will tell you they're not going to be interested in doing it. <laughs> they're going to be like, well, you know, whatever, whatever, because this is, this is the week when, <coughs> excuse me, everybody is righteously indignant. And you want to kind of go, mm, righteous indignation, really. It's very uh, hard energy to work with, man. And that's the energy. So it's just know it's there. Can't do anything about it, as my friend Maria Wander says. It's just energy. Try and use it in a higher way. Try and use it in a neutral way. Take an extra shower. Take an extra bath. Go for an extra walk around the plot. Go swimming. 
call it the friend and vent, but be careful about attacking whoever is really pissing you off. Because, you know, Mars opposite Saturn is not going to get you anywhere. And Mars opposite Pluto just, you know, when you try and keep teach a pig to sing, it makes the pig annoyed. Right? So just go, okay, guess we got to learn to work with this one this week. So that's all. Um, I Hopefully this records and gets out there into the great wide world. This is the second one. I did record one this morning, which a number of you tried to load, and it kept saying, still processing, still processing. So I'm going to sit here and watch this puppy process and make sure it gets out there and hope, wish you all a good week. Uh, Tuesday this week on the 11th, I'm going to be doing a fundraiser at the Young Foundation on 39th Street between Madison and uh, Park on Young and Astrology. So if you're in the area and you want to donate to the foundation and come and have some wine and cheese and food, and I'm in charge of the food, so it'll be good. And uh, listen how Young used astrology. It's kind of going to be a fun talk, I think, with a lot of interesting information and slides, uh, PowerPoint slides. So anyway, wish you all a great week. I head home tomorrow from Toronto where I had a great time with great food and wonderful people. And, um, yeah, I'm, this is shaping up. I'm liking this Jupiter and Sag energy. Wishing you all a great week. Have a wonderful time, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.